Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pocket Rocket podcast and today I am joined by one of my absolute favourite bikini athletes, Char Ellis, how are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you so much for asking me to come on, I'm really excited to have a little chit chat and a catch up and yeah, excited to be asked to come on. (laughs) Well, I couldn't do Diary of a Bodybuilder without someone who I live for your bodybuilding life not only for your prep but for your off season and it was kind of off the back of something you posted the other week that I was like I really need to get her on um and you said about your YouTube yeah I think you did a reel of it and you were like well I'm not gonna post some fucking fun workout because that's not what I'm doing I do the same thing day in day out yeah so basically um the way that it had fallen was with like we have Jack a videographer who like periodically we film with for the team on RF YouTube which is so much fun like and I really enjoy it um but the way that it had happened is that I ended up on the same training session um, just the way that my split had run and I was like thinking about it and I was like is this going to be boring and then I was like should I like mix up the exercises and still do like a glutes and delts session or like just to be like more interesting and then I thought like why the fuck do I need to do that like that's Mm. not if Jack wasn't here I wouldn't do that so I'm not gonna do that like I'm gonna just do what I actually do and um then I like got into that little I felt like it ended up really a little bit ranty at the end it. I was like I am interesting I am cool but I still am gonna just do my session um yeah I um I just feel like that's what it's like like that that is what it's like and it is monotonous and it is repetitive but I like that Mm. (laughs) and that's how you can just tell that you're progressing isn't it so I think people forget that though don't they when they do these YouTube series they look at it as pure entertainment and Mm. you see even at the top level I'm not going to name names but I watch a lot of um kind of well-known bodybuilders male and female on their YouTube and it does feel like they're always doing something new and different and I'm like but is that real or are you doing that because you've got a camera in front of your face yeah definitely and that's what like I just was like oh like that's not what I that's not what I'm about that's not what I do like this is meant to be like a day in my life and this is what it's like yeah yeah, so that's why I was like that (laughs) and that training session that you were doing for those that haven't seen that reel or or the YouTube um in question um Charles basically saying like I'm not switching things up like this is a session I'm doing so that's what I'm doing um and just to keep it very real how long have you been doing well pretty much the same training plan so as, since I finished my season we we moved over to a new split and I got a new new training plan and, and it's just that's how it is um just rinsing repeat and just just trying to progress um as much as you can and then if you reach a certain point where you can't really progress or it's stalling then maybe how I like how I do it with Rob is if I do end up like that is we won't necessarily actually completely remove that exercise if I do stall or something mm-hmm. it'll be like we might switch the order around in the session um and things like that so yeah it, and before then I had been on the same training plan for forever <laughs> not forever but it's just not a case of like 
dipping between like don't get me wrong like obviously if you're in off season and you're like having a bit of fun and you go and train with your friend at a different gym you might mix up the session a bit like do try out some different kit that you don't have but on the whole like it is just the same same movements same exercises and just yeah trying to get strong (laughs) and how do you approach that conversation when your clients kind of say well can I have a new plan now or do I need a new plan How, what do you say to them I say have I've had this happen sometimes well like quite often I suppose um and I literally say have you progressed as much as you physically can with this training plan and the answer is always like no like <laughs> they might have a certain movement that they might be like mm, that we, I mean, we might look at it and I'll say like why is it that you are wanting new plans um is there certain movements on here that you don't connect well with or that you just aren't getting? Then we might look at their form at that movement specifically um, and try and tidy that up. If it's a case of them potentially just doing something slightly like not correct or, or just tidying it up to see if mm. that will help. Um, and then if it is just a case of like, we are all different. Some people's mm. body mechanics and things, there's certain movements that people just don't, don't gel with. Mm. Um, then we might look to sort of maybe switch out if it's a particular exercise like that. But um, yeah, it's just have you progressed as much as you can? If the answer is no, then we keep going. <laughs> I guess that's not always the answer people want, though, is it? They kind of no. want to feel like they're getting their money's worth by getting a new yeah. training plan every six weeks or having their diet changed every six weeks. Like if you're good and it's working, comes back to that old saying, doesn't it? Don't fix something that ain't broken. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you did change your training plan and it wasn't because it was broken or you were broken but it was off the back of your feedback from your last season wasn't it yes so we adjusted my training split to not include as much um upper body basically just because they're a little bit big (laughs) and um I still like them (laughs) your shoulders um, are fantastic as is your back like oh thank you if anyone has been living under a rock and they haven't seen Char's shoulders Mm -hmm. and how powerful and that's probably the best word I can use to describe it how powerful your upper body is um yeah like on stage it's you you can't help but look at you so yeah your feedback from the judges specifically was it the Italian um female judge yes uh Sabrina um or Sabina her name is Sabina um she actually amazingly which I've never had before um and it was like the best feedback I'd ever received like not based off the fact that it it was very positive there was real like really positive but she actually video called me on Instagram I sent her a message and this was like less than 24 hours after getting off the stage um she video called me uh and I was like oh is this an accident (laughs) I was like what if I answer and she's like oh I didn't mean to ring you yeah (laughs) but I answered it and there she was um and she talked me through it which was like really awesome obviously you know that it's like specifically about you and to you and it's not just like like feedback that she's kind of given off like off the like Mm. work or whatever um and she just said that uh like she loved she, she loved my whole presentation she loved my whole look but my shoulders were just a little bit too much um which I do agree with on that like I do agree with that like I don't think I cannot agree with that <laughs> um, they they do they, they do end up a little bit overpowering um 
And it's just a case of obviously bikini being about balance. Yeah. That magic word that we're all striving for um, within bikini and who really knows what that means fully. <laughs> but um it's it's a little bit of a ever-changing landscape as yeah. it's kind of based around their opinion of balance. For sure, yeah. That's that is why it's so hard because it's so different, isn't it? But um, so that was the first of my international pro qualifiers that I did in my like second run of my second season uh within the one season (laughs) um so we had pumped up backstage um my upper body so after that we thought like obviously we just need to not do that and I definitely think that made a big difference I did look a lot more balanced they didn't look as like they're huge um so that was obviously good but just obviously based off of that feedback we then decided to adjust things because I, I don't need any more upper body tissue essentially mm. so uh now I run a 10 day rolling split which includes a lot of leg day and a lot of resting <laughs> um one glute and delt session um and the majority of it is a lot of hamstring and glute focus mm. um but mostly I, do, I need more glute like I could do with more lower body muscle as well so it's the dog barking <laughs> yeah. are you all right <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like the wind <laughs> shush okay, he's done <laughs> he wants his little input um I can't even remember where I was saying now so you do your one shoulder one yeah, glute and ham dominant yeah yeah and I'm definitely finding that's really working well and the uh, the big thing as well is that I am resting a lot more um at the end of the the split um the 10 days there's a double back-to-back rest day which at first I thought I don't want that like Mm -hmm. I love training like it's my favorite thing one rest day is enough but I'm actually really needing that double rest day and I feel so fresh when I go back into the start of the split after it um that I yeah I'm really actually appreciating it and and valuing that more now Mm. so how does that work then if you've got one upper day but you're on a 10 day split like is it just basically legs off legs off legs off I'll run you through it okay I mean I'm really intrigued by (laughs) this so it's legs rest legs upper rest legs rest glutes and delts double rest Wow. Mm. How's your recovery with that? Yeah. So I think that is obviously why we got the double rest day in there. Mm. Because I don't think like by the end of it, I am like, oh my God, I need the rest, like the rest days. Um, so I, I that obviously is why, because it's obviously a lot of leg training. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just very specific in the fact that uh I that is as well why I'm so bang on with following the plan that I have, because I know that there's certain movements are in certain orders in the split for me to be able to recover from them uh by the next session so I wouldn't do leg session two at the start of the split and then like swap things around because mm. there's just a reason for it all um which I think some people as well do like they yeah. might have their training plan and like oh I'm gonna do legs two today because I like that session I feel yeah. like deadlifting today or something do you know what I mean but then like what you might have a barbell RDL that session and then on your next one it's a dumbbell and it's like oh, you've split around the order and you're not recovered kind of thing mm. how does that well probably you're used to it now because uh, you've been into your off season I think we finished around the same time so mm. um I think what are we like 
12 to 14 weeks something like that yeah I think it must be about that about that I think because you carried on for a little bit after me maybe a week or two um there was one show after Denmark yeah so yeah I think we're about 13 14 weeks something like that then um so initially because I know and in the past I know that you turned around and turned and said well some people say it's too much but I fucking love training back so I'm going to keep training it (laughs) um so how did it feel when you you basically had to take a step back and say as much as I love training like this and the fact that you love training like that created the shape that you have because mm. if you didn't love it you wouldn't have shoulders like you do you wouldn't have I know. A, an upper they body say that, like don't you do. they that you can tell like people's favorite like body parts to train I, I love training or everything but I do like particularly love a delt pump mm. I love it I'm strong at it feels good and I think just when you're strong at something it's just fun yeah <laughs> I that's a really good question actually because I actually initially really resented training upper body I was like this is I don't want to do it. Like I want to just do legs, rest, legs, rest, legs, rest, like forever. Um, Which obviously you can't do. I still need to like keep doing a bit of upper body, but I did initially resent it. And I was a bit like, I don't want to do it. I don't, I don't want to get a delt pump (laughs) because I don't want them to get any bigger. Like, yeah. But I guess it's that difference, isn't it? Between understanding. And I suppose that's where Rob comes in as your coach, understanding that we're not trying to keep, we're not trying to make them bigger now. Mm. we're trying to keep them or reshape them slightly yeah. um I think when people come into this sport initially they think oh grow 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 and sometimes it's not about grow sometimes it's about sculpt maintain yeah. reduce yeah. even sometimes yeah um so yeah I think if I was in your shoes and someone said to me uh, well, if I put it the other way around my back is quite dominant mm. so years ago Jake said to me right we need to bring you back up so we did and it grew a lot quicker than we thought so then he was like okay whoa 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 we need to slow down again I was like no no I love this now yeah now I've grown to love I want to do this more so for a very long time because it was IFBB we didn't really do much back at all I think it was like once every once a month or something like that um yeah and now we've added it back in again it's growing quite rapidly I'm waiting for him to take it away (laughs) it's looming (laughs) you you did you are though aren't you you're like I know it's coming at some point I know that they're going to start holding me back Um, and it's it's quite a difficult pill to swallow because obviously we do this because we love training so when someone then takes that away from you they're like oh you you love it too much essentially Mm, yeah yeah like I said I initially felt that resent to it but then I now almost do really enjoy it because I know that it's that one session um and I still go balls to the wall I'm still doing stupid like to be honest it's probably (laughs) probably shouldn't admit but I am just (laughs) like oh fuck it put more weight on like (laughs) because you're only doing it once (laughs) this week and then Rob says to you did you did you do a failure or did you leave reps in reserve? And you're like, no, absolutely left <laughs> reps, in reps in reserve. Of course I did, because that's what it says I have <laughs> Under to the do. Smith breast like this. Yeah. <laughs> Holding <laughs> yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling out. <laughs> um, but no, I think that's a really good point because um, obviously when you start, that's when it's fun, isn't it? Because you can do everything, you can train everything, you can grow. And that's yeah. when like, you're getting as, to your level. 
<laughs> well, you are. I mean, if we're, if we're talking about it, I know on paper you're not um, an IFBB pro. You are a PCA pro. You're an IFBB pro. And I know that's something you are striving for. We've talked about this before. But I think that's just, in some respects, it's a card away. And what I mean by that is you look like a pro. You live like a pro. So you're at that stage where, and I, I think maybe people that are new to this don't realize, once you get to the point you're at, it's not so much fun anymore because you have to hold back from doing all the fun stuff and you have to work on those areas that need bringing up or like a lot of the a lot of pros, they, they don't do as much as they want to because yeah. they, then they outgrow the class. Like refining, isn't it? Yeah. That's definitely a case of where I'm at with my upper body, <clears throat> lower body. I'm like definitely got room to grow there. Like that's my main focus is majority, like mostly glute. Like we could all do with more glute, couldn't we? But that's just what I feel like in the rear shot, my delts are just too powerful in the rear shot. <laughs> and it's just like, you look at them rather than the glutes. Mm. Whereas yeah. you're like glutes. <laughs> yeah. And you've been doing a lot of kind of tips and tricks for the glutes yeah yeah so, which is, I found very helpful personally yeah I feel like it's stuff that I would like to see <clears throat> myself and I know that it's stuff that can apply to like not just bodybuilders like mm. any, any gym goer um all of us girls want want to grow a bit of a bootay <laughs> so uh yeah I quite enjoy that kind of content as well like personally mm. so you always when you're making that kind of content for well you're thinking about what you want to see aren't you yeah 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 exactly so looking ahead then because I know that you absolutely bloody love prep yes when is prep coming up for you so um, (laughs) you don't have to tell me yeah I don't like giving out specific dates and things um but I'm still growing for a little while, basically, which is cool because I've never done longer than two months in an mm-hmm. off season. So That's I kind mad. of I yeah. didn't realize it was only ever a couple of months. Yeah, literally only ever yeah a couple of months. Um, because when I first joined Rob, so it wouldn't be called an off season then. It's just like improvement season, improvement phase before ever competing. Um, I did like November to. December, November and a bit and then started prep for um, like PCA first timers which then obviously got cancelled so then it was like mini off season but like in lockdown yeah uh, for a couple of months and then um, after my first shows and stuff I then just yeah did two months and then started dieting for for last year it seems like so long ago <laughs> I think the the whole lockdown I was talking about yeah it makes everything blur doesn't it it does I said something to someone earlier on I was like oh yeah 2021 and I was like no that was 2020 <laughs> but that whole year kind of just disappeared yeah so you've only ever done short improvement seasons so are you enjoying having the longer time yeah I am I am because training like I said earlier is really fun at the moment um and realistically usually that's kind of why you get into this is because Mm -hmm. you love training Mm -hmm. um, and you enjoy training and pushing yourself um so 
I say that this is the fun part, but to me, it's all fun. Uh, like maybe record that and send me that when I'm on the Stairmaster in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> I love it all. <laughs> um, but this is like the like probably the like best part to me. Um, I love it all, but this is like the probably the tip. The tip of it is like the training and the like pushing yourself, beating the logbook every session. Um, yeah and just like looking back at form analyzing how I can make it better next time like whereas when you're on prep obviously the shift the focus is shifted mm. um you're still trying to obviously push up numbers like initially in the start of prep obviously we're trying to fight still for progress but then like towards the back end obviously I don't know I just feel like during prep obviously you are more focused on like visual changes really aren't you yeah absolutely and you're kind of although you want to push things you're also aware that if you push too hard one you could do yourself a damage because you're yeah. a bit you're a bit fragile fragile yes I was gonna say brittle but not quite fragile for sure um and also you're you're very aware like if you push yourself too far then the recovery could knock you out for longer and therefore yeah. the sessions afterwards would be impacted yeah and it's a bit of a a juggling of, of trying yeah, to make sure that you double-ended sword isn't it yeah for sure um which is weird and and then coming out of the prep scenario you've got a little bit more food and you've had a couple of off-plan meals you feel strong mm. but everyone's going to reps in reserve don't take it too far 80 <laughs> percent um and it's something that i've seen that you've spoken about a couple of times is that weight gain post-show and it's always such a massive topic of conversation yeah um now as you kind of touched upon earlier on your post shows have been a little bit different than other people's because you have done a couple of seasons in a year so whereas some people do their post show and they're like fuck it I'm living my best life Mm, and then they go in however long yeah they're like I can do a mini cut in a few months time whereas I imagine when you wrapped up the first part of your season last year, you mm. were like conscious that you knew you were going against. So you'd have to be a little bit more careful. 100%. Like that was still very much prep mentality. Um, we went into that like phase saying we would see how it went as to whether I would <clears throat> um, do another run of shows in my mind I knew I was going again like there wasn't any doubt with me um I did have a moment where um I I messaged Rob and was like what are we doing like am I going again like because it was getting to the time when we would need to start thinking about like pulling things back and um I was on the stairmaster doing my cardio (laughs) and um he was like he was like the reality is that you need to grow and I literally started crying (laughs) on the stairmaster I was like no this is not I'm not done yet like and um imagine if I'd not gone again I wouldn't yeah. have done any of that I wouldn't have competed with PCA I wouldn't have got my pro card like I knew that I wasn't done and although I didn't get the initial thing that I set out for um I still am so glad that I went again despite the fact that yeah I've come away and I do still need to grow um but I I don't know yeah like I'm I'm so happy that I did go again and I was like look I'm 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 going <laughs> I'm doing it <laughs> yeah. whether you like it or not and um yeah he just was like okay like 
pick some shows and we'll do it and then we'll reassess after that and yeah. see what it's like yeah basically but um yeah I was still when I came out of the the first end of the mini the the start of the season the the end of that post show <clears throat> I like I was saying it was very much still like prep mentality I was having a weekly off plan meal 100% I was more relaxed um I gained weight I, I think we stayed about like around six seven kilos from my previous stage weight so just like a good amount obviously mm-hmm. healthier um feeling good eating a lot of food but um, I managed to reverse really well um so my food was really high and that was like the the first time that I had reversed well because the the year previously um I went off the radar <laughs> I remember talking to you one day and you were like I had cake for breakfast and I don't care <laughs> <laughs> it was just stupid what I was doing because I was living at home at the time so I um my back with my parents and um they'd gone on holiday like and it was really bad timing because I was literally like a kid in the sweet shop no joke like my mum wasn't around I know that sounds so stupid no it it's doesn't you're like like you need there's no one to watch eating. you and say yeah. are you sure about that why are you eating that again like yeah. ice cream again <laughs> yeah and um I gained like six kilos in a week rather than six kilos in 10 weeks <laughs> wow okay you and, went um, in yeah I went in like uh, when I realized that I needed to stop was when my legs were like swelling and it was like uncomfortable water retention I was like yeah okay like sort your life out like eat some vegetables and um step on the scales and do a check-in and then I was like oh god this ain't good (laughs) and um I knew I didn't want to do that again obviously um do you think that people need to get that out of their system I feel like I feel like I, as a coach, I give them my experience and my advice and tell them how different it is going to be if they reverse. Um, but I do feel like still a lot of people need to experience that to, in order to understand it, uh, like the difference between like, like if, in an ideal world, no one would do that. And they would be able to like go into a reverse successfully um, and not have to have to do that um but obviously yeah we know what it's like post-show hunger mm. vibes signals depending on how your season's been emotional um all of that concoction um yeah it um it definitely seems like you will see it happen like once or twice and then people will be like oh actually look I need to I, I know I need to sort it out kind of thing yeah <laughs> I totally agree I think um, as well, there have been people that, whether they compete or not, say they've done a diet and, and afterwards they go, oh my God, yeah, I know what you mean, so hungry, but you know, you just got to get on with it, don't you? And you're like, hmm, I don't feel like you understand. I don't actually know that you felt that because it's more than hunger. Yeah. It's like like you said, the emotion comes into it and you start yeah. saying things like, ah, no, no, I've starved myself for 10 months. If I want this, I can have it. And you reason with that every single yeah. time. Yeah. I feel like more discipline and you learn more about yourself in the reverse than the actual prep. Like you learn a hell of a lot, but I feel mm-hmm. like that is the real test. And it will make a big difference in your next dieting phase mm. um, because I, the, the shows that we picked for um, that second 
season during last season. B2. <laughs> 2.1. 2. 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started dieting, I want to say, 18 weeks out from the original planned show. I think I told you Denmark was meant to be the first show of the run of shows. I ended up t- dieting for 10 weeks and I did PCA. Um, because Guernsey was just, like that. Like, was just a random one, wasn't it? It was just, I'm going to do it. Two, two days out, Rob goes, do you want to go to Jersey? <laughs> and I was like, why not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was, was that, so much um, fun. Was that a weird decision for you to make? Because obviously, I know that PCA was in the plan originally, but you you tried so hard and you worked so passionately and gave everything to achieve the IFBB goal. And then all of a sudden we were like, shit, is that Char? Is she yeah. PCA now? Like, how I did that people feel? people think that was a weird change of focus. Like, I, so basically how it came about was, obviously I was meant to do, um, like I said earlier, I was meant to do PCA first time. This was meant to be my first ever show just because the whole COVID situation just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just ended up going straight in with two bros. Um, I love PCA uh, posing. Like that was the first posing I learned. Um, and obviously I got to like, what, 10 days or something out of doing a show. So I'd, I'd been working at that posing and I obviously, yeah, just had that in my mind. I went to go to support clients at PCA, the first show that they did uh, in the season. Um, I'm not sure what month that ended up being, but um, I went to that and I said to Rob, like, it's looks so much fun. <laughs> like, I want to do it if it will align with my other plans. Basically, I was like, if I compete again, I want to do it. Um, just yeah, because I, I kind of felt like I had unfinished business in the fact that I'd done all of this posing, um, wanted to experience that stage, and then having to gone to a show and watched it, the vibe, the atmosphere, the music. Um, yeah, I just got sucked in, and I was like, I want to do it. I want to do it. <laughs> so then, when it happened, I was like let's let's go <laughs> did you at any point think to yourself am I going to piss off the IFBB league no because I don't feel like like I don't know I just didn't think that I would be on the radar in terms of that to be pissing off those people um I don't know it's definitely something the reason I ask is because it's something that has crossed my mind before um, I don't think anyone should hold back from doing what they want to do unless they are a pro with a federation. Yeah, I don't think that you should feel like that. But just because you should or shouldn't feel something doesn't mean you do or don't. Yeah. Um, and I definitely had conversations with those close to me going, I really want to do the PCA UK Open. Like you say, it's fun. It scares me, the PCA stage, but it's fun. And I love the vibe and I love the music. And Mm. as much as the pose down scares the living shit out of me, it's also fun, isn't it? Yeah. And and like you, I love muscle on women. So you get to show it. And that was what kind of sold it for me. But I definitely did take a moment to think, am I going to rock the boat? Because I don't want to upset anyone. Mm. It's a tricky one. It is tricky. It's a hard one. Especially yeah. given that your your goal is IFBB Pro, and then once you get given the PCA Pro, then going back to the IFBB League, mm. 
I imagine that that again maybe if you didn't think about it at the time I imagine at some point it has crossed your mind to go I got awarded PCA Pro and I've gone back to not my original plan but one of my goals that I had prior Mm. to achieving that yeah so before I um went and did those shows I actually spoke to Ryan um PCA Ryan um if people aren't not sure who I'm talking about um (laughs) owner of PCA uh just via Instagram and I because he sent out I think it was like my pro contract or something and it was like there was some really nice he, he put some really nice message with it um just saying about like my physique and just that he appreciated that I could compete anywhere and that they really loved that I competed with them. And I said to him, like, my goal is to go to the Olympia. And I can't do that without competing with other federations. Mm. Um, And he obviously was like, yeah, like, I understand that. Um, And there's absolutely no, like, bad blood or hard feelings or anything it's just a shame that I never got to compete as a pro with PCA Mm. um which is gutting but um yeah that that's my ultimate goal and that's yeah that's where we're at (laughs) yeah no I think that's um I think that's fair and I I think probably Ryan probably held you in a higher regard for having had that open and honest conversation with him Um, Mm because a lot of people I don't know why it is but it seems like they dot about and go from fed to fed and act like no one's going to notice and you're like um we we see you we see you I see you (laughs) you're you're posting every day on Instagram and then yeah someone asks you about it and you kind of like shy away I don't yeah yeah because there was the there was a pro show uh in within amongst the run of shows where I decided to go abroad um for the NPC shows there was a a PCA pro show and that was why I just said like look I need to say because they they'd said like oh like um you're invited obviously to compete like um and it and it was yeah just a shame that I couldn't but like I said they understand what my goals are and yeah I think that's fair enough um and your goals are very evident I mean like I mentioned we've talked about it before but being backstage with you in Denmark Mm. I don't I don't know if in person I've ever seen someone I'm trying to find the right word look so disheartened Mm. like you weren't just upset you were pissed off and you were frustrated and you were pleased at the same time and you were almost happy to have done it but then there was just this edge of I I suppose it would be frustration that comes to mind and I think at that moment I mean I'm not going to say what we talked about but you needed that sort it out Shah come on yeah you needed that strong talking to at that moment yeah 100% needed that um I'm glad you were there. <laughs> As I was I think, eating my Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sort yourself out. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a case of like, and I still say this now, it feels and it felt so close, but also like I was a million miles away at the same time. Mm. It felt like, like 
and I'll say this, I know I'm good. I know that I have everything that it takes to be a pro. And I don't yep. think that there's anything wrong with me saying that. No. I don't think there is anyway. Um, like I'm all for like knowing your strengths. And I definitely know that I have everything that it takes to do it. It's just a case of timing um, and just, yeah, right show, right time kind of thing. And just, just keep them working. But yeah, I, I was frustrated <laughs> because it was like, uh, just, it just felt so close, but mm. so far. And that was the show that I got the, got into the overall and it was an amateur Olympia. So it was three cards up for grabs. Um, and yeah it was just hard and I knew that it was obviously I was coming to the the end of the run of shows that we had planned um to do and it was like I was like oh, let's just call it a day now like before we had actually gone on to um get the awards uh so I I thought that I hadn't won the class yeah <laughs> based on where we were sort of uh, ended up on stage which is is good that it's not always a case of like well, they were moving people around right around weren't a they? lot yeah. Yeah. yeah I thought I was like last yeah mm. yeah it's weird that was weird wasn't it but it's good like you say because we get so like in our own heads like I know what's gonna come next and you're like actually no you don't fucking know what's gonna come next yeah so like I think you literally said like stop getting upset about something that hasn't happened yet <laughs> and I was like yeah stop stop throwing your toys out the pram it wasn't even throwing the toys out the pram I don't think it was... it was that I just think you came off like I say frustrated and a lot of people did I definitely did mm. because I went from center stage to moved out one place and mm. I was like okay fine cool cool to moved out again and I remember standing on the stage looking out into the audience thinking fucking last Mm. and when you work so hard I know like everyone works hard everyone wants it but you in the moment you're thinking about you you're there for you like you are and um and if people say otherwise they're lying yeah yeah you don't go to Europe you don't prep for all that time you don't do show after show after show you don't starve yourself for months on end you don't do these long off seasons working quite literally day in day out to go I'm there for fun for backstage no you're not (laughs) absolutely not you're not so there's no point saying it just be honest and I think like you said um there's absolutely nothing wrong with saying I know I have what it takes and it's a fact you have placed into the uh, the overall over and over and over again. So mm-hmm. like you've said, like I've heard Rob say about you, it's just time. So I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I'm going for a reason. I work fucking hard and yeah. I am capable. I am good enough. Yeah, totally agree with that. Um, and I, I do get annoyed if people will say like oh, i'm just here for fun blah 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 it's just like a coping mechanism isn't it like if you think you're not doing well um whereas i just i'm like i'm here to win <laughs> and i'm very open about the fact that i like that yeah. i want to win um yeah i think we're there to do better than we did before yeah and for you that is winning because the only way to do better than you did before is to get the card so if you do anything less than win, you're not doing better than you did before. 
it's really I have this conversation with people um, not so much now but sort of during the competitive season because it's really hard to explain to people um, when you're not happy with your placing um, like and to not feel like a dick about it Mm. Um, like getting first place and then people not understanding why that's still not enough um, and why you're not like not not happy with it but that like that's just not what you went for <laughs> I find it quite irritating when people say oh but so so and so is in third place and they're in fourth and some people didn't get a medal and you're like okay cool they didn't get one that doesn't mean that I should feel differently about my placing I'm yeah. well within my right to feel exactly as I feel and I don't you don't have to I don't have to no one has to explain that yeah and if you're buzzing with last place then you're in the wrong place because it's a competition yeah yeah unpopular opinion but no (laughs) it's true we're not there for taking part and it's a hell of a lot of money and time and everything else and it's not good for your health so if you are there and you you place absolutely last and you come away and you say I had the best day I'm so happy <laughs> with my placing then you're not in the right competition yeah. you've got something wrong with you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and 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 that will probably upset some people but yeah yeah I mean no. it's what it is isn't it yeah yeah definitely definitely so um something else that I wanted to talk about as we're kind of gotten done a a rabbit hole with the ranty post-show stuff there, <laughs> post-stage review. Um, something, yeah, that I, I don't know if many people that follow you now, unless they're OG followers, um, will know, is that you lead a very, very different life now than you did pre-bodybuilding. Yes. You're a very different version of yourself. Yeah. So do you miss, do you like mourn that kind of life or are you like, no, I had my thing. It was fun. I'm a different person now. I'm doing different things. Um, I don't mourn it. I just think it was just a different phase, a different, not a different phase, but a different stage of my life. Um, and yeah, it's just different. It's just completely different. Um, bit of a party gal. Those <laughs> um, cute festival outfits though. Yes, yeah, loved to be the one with the obscure outfits and, like, the, the one that people are like, oh, she looks cool. And again, I mean, I'm not afraid, to, not afraid to say that. <laughs> you're also bringing that to stage now with your bikinis that stand out. Oh, yes, the green, the green, the green. <laughs> yeah, so it's not something that I mourn at all. Um, it's not necessarily something that I miss uh, because it's just, I'm kind of... It just doesn't interest me as much anymore. Um, but yeah, had fun. Did a season in Ibiza. Um, made like friends for life who I do still talk to. Um, I think you become very, if anyone else has done like a season or worked abroad, you become like very close friends with those people. Um, and yeah, not not something that, like I said, I don't miss it, but it's just so different now. Like it's weird. Although when I went to Ibiza, I was still, I started training um, already. So I did 
um I tried I went to the gym while I was out there still like not as religiously obviously I missed a few days if I was um dying yeah. <laughs> the following day after a night out <laughs> but um I was training still like not following any sort of strict plan or anything um but yeah so it was in part of my I was still into like the gym and stuff then but not not in a bodybuilding like level if that makes sense yeah and I was kind of intrigued to see what your friends think of that now or how was that transition when they were like oh we should do this and you're like I don't I don't fancy getting smashed this weekend like how was that transition for you yeah it's strange um uh I still see the same friends but it's just not on a night out anymore it'll be for a coffee catch up like um so I think like uh I don't know I wouldn't say that I'm as I don't know I don't want to say I'm not as close with them but it's just a different it's a different kind of friendship now like they might still be interested in like going out and stuff and I'm more closer with friends who are like into training and things just because that's a bigger part of my life now um but I'll still see those friends but it'll be more we'll go for coffee we'll get lunch or something um it's just a changed friendship not necessarily the dynamic has changed yeah 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 I think that says a lot about your not the friendship but your friends because it's it can be quite a big shift and it can be quite difficult and I always kind of try and I always kind of try and compare it to if your friend gets pregnant because their whole life changes um, and they start living more of a family life and you're still living whatever version of the life you were living before Mm. and it's a weird dynamic shift Um, and I have had friends that when I started competing and or even just started taking my training a little bit more seriously and I stopped wanting to get hammered Um, I never really liked being drunk I liked drinking but I never liked that point of being drunk and I always got to a point when oh god I've taken it too far I want to go back now yeah um reverse yeah I want to go back to two drinks ago and just continue (laughs) having fun um and I I always found that quite a difficult conversation and it was so much easier when they all started having kids because I was like right so you're not going out and getting hammered anymore because you want to be fresh on a Sunday morning and you have responsibilities and it's the same sort of thing but it's quite a hard pill I think for them to swallow because it is almost like they've lost that friend in a way yeah 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 I know what you mean um but I am lucky in the fact that like those friends are like still they, they don't feel like they don't want to see me like it's just oh, like you said the dynamic is, is changed mm. um and I'm definitely lucky in the in the sense of that I mm. think. and now you just have more friends in this little world yes yeah that you, you meet the break. best people through competing I think I, Such I agree eclectic mix as well yeah absolutely um I've met some of the best people that I've ever met in this sport and I think that there is we all have this little connection because we all have a similar goal um and you have had similar experiences so when you say something like I always use this example you're like oh my god I feel horrendous 
like if you say that to someone I don't know a friend or family member they go same tough week you're like (laughs) no I I feel horrendous both physically mentally I'm hungry I've not slept for three weeks (laughs) can you relate (laughs) yeah I've been to the gym three times today (laughs) and I'm just gonna go back again now yeah (laughs) um... (laughs) but when you say it to someone who's prepped then you go oh god I feel horrendous they've been there and they felt that pain so they get it so it brings you a little bit closer together I always think yeah definitely definitely yeah the people that you message when you're on the stairmaster and you need them to shout at you (laughs) voice noting people like I'm on the stairs are you on them yet (laughs) yeah arranging that cardio friend so it goes a bit quicker yeah because you can have a little chat a virtual even if it's like a virtual one yeah (laughs) absolutely so for everyone that comes on the podcast there are two questions that I always wrap up with the first one looking back and knowing what you know now is there anything you would change if you could and this is over the whole span of your life not not limited to bodybuilding hmm if there's anything I could change I am all for and I get this from my dad because he loves this saying that everything happens for a reason um and I bet you probably get that answer all the time uh, <laughs> it's my I, answer don't worry yeah I I am a big believer in that a firm believer in that um like there are probably things that I've said in arguments I wish I hadn't said and things like that but on the whole things happen and they shape you and there's a reason for it happening like I said if I hadn't put my foot down and said I'm doing this prep I wouldn't have ended up doing PCA just little things like that um I just always think like the the ripple effect um yeah fantastic film the butterfly effect yeah Mm. that taught me a lot about everything happens for a reason I watched Mm. it when I was quite young and I remember being like oh it was like a very big penny drop moment yeah I was like oh actually hmm when I was younger I wanted to be taller and I was like yeah but if I was taller would I still have the same friends? Would I still <laughs> have the same family? It's just those silly little things, isn't yeah. it, that you think about? But I totally agree with you. Even the bad teaches you lessons and gives you new experiences and you meet yeah, different you, people you because of it. Yeah, you learn more from that, I think. Um, at the time, yeah, it sucks, like generally going through something like that or something bad that you seem as bad or negative or not in our relating this to bodybuilding not getting what you want not getting the placing you want blah 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 blah. um it seems bad but it you 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 learn from it yeah I think at the time it can be hard to swallow you have that reflection period and you go do you know actually I'm actually all right with that but it can take not everyone like everyone learns things at different rates don't they but I think it can take a while to accept especially when it's something quite upsetting or hurtful someone's ill or whatever it might be but even when that happens sometimes it brings families closer together so there's always kind of that aspect yeah 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 Um, yeah I totally agree with you on that one and you are known as Char Ellis Bikini Queen coach LRF bodybuilder supreme (laughs) 
I'll add this one to my bio. <laughs> Delt queen. <laughs> but how would you like to be remembered? Mm. Um. Uh, as someone who is persistent in going after what they want um that's not even just relating to this like I again I'm very big on you can do anything you want to do uh you just have to break it down make it happen um so that can just literally relate to anything um my life now is very different to what it was like before I got into competing and before I got into bodybuilding um just in terms of like job all that aspect um and obviously relating to the the big overall goal that I have (laughs) is there anything that you have wanted to achieve that you other than obviously the the end goal for the Olympia but even little ones that you set yourself out like yearly goals or whatever it may be has there been anything that you've kind of gone do you know what like I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and it's not happened and I'm I'm fed up of trying now I give up I don't know I feel like I am pretty stubborn in in going after like what I want um and I can't think of any sort of major goal like that 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 has happened to like yeah it may have taken a while to achieve it um like one like in terms of like saving money and things like saving money to buy a house and things like that obviously things like that take a long time um but I achieved like a a good savings goal that I had kind of loosely set out for myself recently and um that was cool (laughs) to achieve just I don't know do you set yourself a mixture of goals like as a career personal yeah because I try not to be like obviously it's very easy to get very consumed by being a bodybuilder and your whole life revolving around it like it's nice to try and like have things outside of that um at the same time so one of my goals at the moment is to try and spend more time with my mum <laughs> go for nice little coffee dates with her now that I don't live at home I feel like we actually it's actually better for our relationship not that we didn't get on but that we're actually when we do see each other we're spending more better quality time together and it's not just me prepping my food me doing my washing <laughs> like One in and out it's like percent. we actually sit down and have a conversation mm. um and I really like that um yeah yeah I like to set goals outside of bodybuilding as well just because otherwise I don't know you can just literally be like one thing tunnel vision Mm. other stuff falls down the wayside or whatever the saying is yeah yeah okay well I have really really enjoyed this conversation I've actually learned things about you that I didn't know which is nice um and I think I think that it would be nice for people to hear another side to you because on social media um, there's this training coach kind of vibe um, and as much as we're seeing more from you in YouTubes and reels and things like that um, 
I think of you as fun, bubbly, outgoing and all those sorts of things. And sometimes I think we we miss that on social media. Um, So I think it'd be good for people to hear a little bit of a a chit chat from you about pre bodybuilding, current life and then post as well. Um, Thank you so much for having me on. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for coming. And whenever we see you on stage next, um, I'm really looking forward to that. And I know that you will absolutely smash your goals. So whenever that may be, whenever prep may start, I hope it goes (laughs) very, very well. um, And I'll be in your corner the whole way. Thank you so much. And if anyone, like I say, has been living under a rock and they do not know who you are or they don't follow you, where can they find you? Um, on Instagram, my name is Shah underscore team LRF. So hit me up on the gram. <laughs> and if anyone wants to see you for posing or coaching, if they want to be coached by you, how would they get in contact? Yep. So head to my Instagram and then go to the link tree in the bio. Perfect. Right. Thank, thank you. you very, very much for joining us. And I will speak to you very soon.